Hello and welcome to episode 14 of Simple Ken. Yes, still going on. As you can see the setup of this episode is quite different. Uh I am in Bangalore because I flew down uh because of a family emergency so I packed whatever I could and nothing was decent enough for recording so I just wore my workout clothes cuz I think I look pretty fly and um cuz the way I dress in real life is quite horrendous. So um th- it was it was just like some blue and black t-shirts and this Uh, or the other t-shirts that I have worn for. I'm trying really hard not to wear the same clothes for any episode because uh, I know someone will notice it uh, and they will realize how cheap I am. So this is yeah. You can if I if I can include workout clothes in my videos, then I'm I'm sorted. Yes. Yeah, so why am I here in Bangalore? Uh, my dad had uh, an attack and uh, he's good now. They put a stent and. Uh, it was quite scary obviously because of the situation and also because it's covid and um uh, it's i was like what if i don't get a flight and i did uh, immediately so i was very lucky and i did the whole oh man going to an airport now is uh, weirdly really cool at the same time scary because it's so so efficient and i know i've said shit about indigo before but indigo i sat on a flight And I asked her, "Oh, sis, can I have a blanket?" And she said, "We don't have blankets, Charlie." Which is a great way to end an argument. <laughs> Waiter, we've been waiting for 20 minutes. Can you give me water? There's no water in the whole continent. What are you doing? It's crazy. So I was like, "But I'm feeling cold. I want blanket." She said, "Sir, we don't have blanket in the whole flight." I said, "But then what do I do if I'm feeling cold?" Like, sir, we'll switch off the AC then. <laughs> Wow. Do you know my dad? Cuz this is exactly what he does. Yeah. Indigo is my childhood basically. Indigo, thank you. Thank you for uh, helping me reach my dad. And uh, I'm indebted to you. Uh, I know I've made fun of you in the past. It's it's just out of love. Uh as you can see, I look like um I was wearing a face shield, I was wearing a mask. look like darth donald duck i really preferred the way of traveling i was through check in and everything in 15 minutes and uh, man i again i am just amazed at you guys is working during covid i landed and um, i have to do 15 day quarantine uh, obviously um, i'm not i don't have any symptoms and i did a test and i was negative so i'm good but still just just in case doing quarantine that is fine everyone at home is fine um if you're wondering uh if for the people who are watching the episode what this is so basically we the grass during summer gets too much sun so you have to water it twice the amount and my dad being the conservation of resources instead of wasting water why don't we just put this tarp on top of it so it gets less sun so the grass doesn't burn out so it looks really cool right i mean 
it's really nice the weather here is really nice and uh, um it's very hard to look at positives during this period so i'm just trying to enjoy the weather and be grateful uh i hope you guys are somehow managing everyone i'm talking to is slowly losing their minds which is understandable um it's not fair that russia got a got a vaccine you know it's not fair man you don't talk to anybody and now you have a vaccine it's like a kid in at in a colony who nobody wants to talk to who is really rich and has a basketball and nobody has a basketball and that kid is just playing alone like what's wrong with you man to share i don't even know if that vaccine is legit but i hope there's a vaccine soon <laughs> because obviously the as as a comedian the the only way i can get back to doing shows is when everyone in the audience is vaccinated i'm not doing any of that bullshit social distancing shows i hope i don't contradict myself uh down a few months so that you play this clip but it has been a fast few months have been quite terrible but again life is good so i can be way more distracted here i think there's a there's a squirrel on that tree there's a bunch of birds here my dad's really kept this place nice we have birds that sing and uh, there are two cats yeah, yeah yeah i mean when you don't have a dog you kind of compromise there are two cats that my parents feed anytime we have fish which is every day uh they put bones here and the cats you know you would think that when you feed cats and every day that they don't go hungry that they would be grateful but no i tried to make friends with the cat and he hissed at me i was just like no wonder you have such a terrible reputation cause it's based in reality so uh i don't even want to admit how late i am but uh i have collected questions from a month ago uh so i'll get to the questions and sorry guys sorry it took so much time but it is really hard and i'm shooting this on my phone so and that's the kitchen i don't know if you can hear uh i'm shooting this on my phone and i ordered this on amazon this mic and uh it came today it came today and i'm shooting it today so you got to give me um give me what some recognition some love i mean you guys give it already i'm just feeling very guilty this first question is by sid the sloth 2002 Hi Kenny, I'm Sid. I started posting a few cows on Instagram, and I'm not bad, but it seems as though it's very tough to gain any traction. Also, seeing 70 views and 130 followers is very discouraging. How do I deal with this? Also, even though I'm probably guilty of this myself, but I feel like a lot less talented female friends of mine gain followers for such projects very easily. Is this actually happening, or am I just dumb? If it is, then how do I battle this? Okay, the, you are in one of those. rare fields where uh being a woman is an advantage um uh so this is kind of how women feel all the time and uh, i mean uh i think this is how the world is it's not a good or a bad thing there are certain fields that uh, like for example uh, hosting when i used to host before uh, female mcs make way more money uh, than male mcs and um i i don't know about models i think that's the same thing with female models as well i might be wrong um yeah so there are very few things where women have an advantage and maybe you're in that zone which is posting covers yeah there are a lot of insects here posting covers of songs on instagram i think that's one field um but you know said uh, the reason i took this cuz uh, i mean the obvious answer is the metric for your talent is not this 
so you have to be very clear why you're doing this uh because this answers every question which is i'm going to start a podcast i'm going to start doing stand up i'm going to start doing music but i'm not getting followers online oh i have a product it's not doing well and i just want to say that when is the last time you followed something because of just talent uh and the surprising answer is very few because there are a lot of things that go into why you follow something or why something's successful um i mean the biggest reason like iphone is criticized is because for the money there's a lot of features that uh, are not there on the iphone which android has but there are a lot of periphery kind of conveniences and ease of use and fluidity that people are paying for and maybe just good marketing so said you're going to uh, keep trying though keep trying and you're going to figure out that having talent is the bare minimum and i, I want to keep telling people that people say i'm good why haven't i made it yet having talent is bare minimum you have to be good at multiple things and um if you're not ready to be more than an artist uh and also learn marketing and learn production and learn management and learn uh e- economics learn psychology of your audience learn trends learn how tech is happening learn how to talk to people schmoozing if you don't learn all of that um you won't get far and that's not asking for too much because that's what is required a good analogy is you are really good at making engines but your car is not selling and then i'm like yeah but you need to know how to make the outer shell uh how to make tires aerodynamics and you're like but that's not my job i'm i'm going to make an engine but i'm like but no one is buying an engine they buy a car so i'm not ask i'm not being unreasonable by asking you to learn the other things and a good side gift of man people driving by will be like who's this guy <laughs> sitting in his car and just talking to a mic it looks like i'm doing stand up myself yeah uh, i just want to add a car pass by that's why um you could uh, you could collaborate collaborate with people who are good at all of this maybe get another musician or a drummer who is good at shooting another bassist who is good at marketing and uh, it might help and there is um, an advantage to female uh, musicians online but um, there are other advantages to you like you can go gig in a place still do in the morning cuz you're not worried about your safety but a female musician can't so you know pros and cons so meg utsav um asked a question and someone answered it and i wanted to read both out and i just have a discussion um i just want to chime in so meg utsav asked i asked this earlier also but i supposedly think you didn't read it much i i'm trying to read everything But I want to ask whether it's stupid of me if I want to change my decision of choosing a career in science and research to visual arts, even though I only decided to take PCMB in eleventh. Does this show my indecisive indecisiveness of what I want in life? Love the long recording we are talking. So Anshika Chutan, <laughs> Achutan. I'm so sorry if I've pronounced this wrong. No, no, no. People change uh, careers at the age of forty and above. You can start from anywhere. Just make sure you do some work in visual arts before you directly jump into it. Ask you little questions like, "Is this this is what I like doing? Do I see this thing becoming my profession? It's completely all right to change your careers." And what I assume is you're quite young. Try to talk to people who are already working in that field and research, research and research. But one thing, until you go out there and actually do it, till that time, it'll be all rosy and you'll be looking only at the positives of it. 
when you actually start working you realize hardships in it also your parents supportive of your decision to change your career plays an important role as what if everything fails tomorrow so you need to have someone who financially supports you if my dad has arrived at asking for lunch yeah, i just finish this my dad has arrived my dad is just doing a but come just come here just say hi to the camera it's over here the camera so dad's going to come and show his face ladies and gentlemen for the people listening to the podcast they can't see him <laughs> that's that say hi 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 thank you <laughs> that's that's all i'll come up lunch i'll take another 20 minutes anyway where was i saying where was i when you actually start working you realize the hardships in it also your parents support of decision to change your career plays an important role as if what if everything fails tomorrow so you need to have someone who financially supports you great answer um it's a great answer but uh again you covered everything i kind of disagree that you can change your careers at 40 um you can change your career at 40 assuming your previous career was financially good for you so you have a lot of savings hence you can change um also you are so young mig so um i did visual arts um again you know i i don't know if my obviously no one's story is super helpful to someone else's life but i my life is so bizarre like i did visual art, i did science in school 11th and 12th i did computer science then i did visual arts and then i got into music and film and graphic design which i didn't study in college so yeah i think uh, if you're really 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 good at it uh, and you really don't mind putting in hours to learn that skill then go for it again my standard answer to everything is do it simultaneously so as anshika rightfully said until you start doing it then you realize that oh you don't even like this also so a lot of people who do um have full time jobs want to do stand up i'm like do it simultaneously and if you like it then quit do not quit anything and start something which is the worst <laughs> the only th- only time you should do that is for relationships not for anything else uh the baras croissant this is obviously an instagram question love your podcast don't know what you're talking about it's so cool to see how your mind works and your opinion on different things looking forward for more now for the question nice so most of the times when you're venting out to someone they just automatically think they have to fix you so they keep giving you advice instead of listening to you <laughs> is this about me it becomes harder to open up about stuff when people keep dismissing your rants like that especially when your parents and your quarantine at home what would you do in such a situation yo first of all quarantine at home with your parents that's a whole another thing that's like years of non communication just building up and blowing up in your face this is not just about them hearing your rant also uh, a parent generation love to give solutions because um they had a very tough life and they constantly looked for solutions because their life was full of problems um it's a big it's a good problem to have when you have issues in your life and you know how to solve them but you just want to vent and honestly just tell your parents that i just want someone to hear me out this is something i took time to learn as well when i was in a relationship anyone any of my exes when they told me their problems i used to immediately go into solution mode when in reality they just want me to hear and it's very uh, hard to fight that instinct because you feel you're being useless by just being like hmm because that also is annoying so communicate 
to your parents what you want them to do when you're venting um dads love to give solutions um moms like to empathize so uh i think if your mom seems to be doing it better and more naturally do it to mom but dads give solutions that's what dads do man and uh, i love doing that <laughs> made a whole recording out of it oh man i love giving solutions it's so much fun it's like a crossword puzzle it's like a riddle but it's someone's life and you don't have any details and it's so easy to give advice so it's so much fun when someone's like i don't know this is happening with my boyfriend or girlfriend what do i do i'm like this is what you do <laughs> i don't even know your life but this is what you do if you sound like if you sound like you, your answer is good then people think you're really smart um but you know the thing is the the good thing about talking about it it's just the fact that you know that you're not alone with this problem just makes you feel better and that's the whole point that's the whole point of about talking about problems it's not about solving them it's just knowing that everybody has the same problems and it makes you feel less alone man this chair is specifically made not for slouching and i've managed to slouch so um, croissant croissant hopefully you figure this out kirtana devasani who's also an instagram question says i'm a plastic surgeon and i cannot help but say this we cannot transplant butt hair or for that matter any hair onto your scalp we need to only work with the scalp hair that's left it's just done in a skillful way that is not noticeable great joke though your podcast work as a great stress buster to me i've not missed a single one and your views on varied subjects are indeed very refreshing keep them coming this is why i love what i do the fact that i made a, a dumb joke about transplanting my butt hair to my hair prompted a professional plastic surgeon <laughs> to correct me i know she knows i'm joking but i just love the fact that she took time out to disappoint me actually because i i was pretty sure that i was sorted but uh, i mean luckily touch would haven't lost my hair yet but if i do I guess my butt hair is not going to do shit very disappointed with the butt hair um but yeah hopefully i'll have some hair behind that i can put uh i'm i'm hoping i don't lose too much hair i think that's the only kind of surgery i would do which is hair i think that's the biggest insecurity men have um including me i think it freaks you out you know cuz yeah i think the 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 transformation of no hair and hair is incredible for men it's incredible so thank you kirtana i will remember that i'm i'm really disappointed though i don't know what's the purpose of butt hair <laughs> i'm baiting a biologist by that question in the next episode il blake hello i am devasyani biologist the purpose of butt hair is not to let body heat escape i don't know but thank you thank you for letting us know sakshi rajkumar's youtube question says uh, why don't you guys revive dudes that was a really hilarious series have any of you seen dudes so dudes let's see dudes how old is dudes um let me see if it even comes up dudes oh karan gill comes up um 6 years ago wow i thought it was 4 6 years ago so if you haven't seen dudes so this is when kanan 
broke out and nobody knew who i was and i had long hair and uh, but we had already written sketchy behavior uh, 6 years ago sketchy behavior is a sketch show me and karan do it's on amazon prime um and he was like let's do some sketches cuz i think he was getting really bored with pretentious movie reviews and we did it and two things happened everyone hated it and b um, everyone hated me so i was just like you know what i don't want to deal with your fandom and uh, i think since then i've had a very you know i got a good perspective about fandoms is that sometimes your audience can work against you like they don't want you to they don't want to see you in a different environment um but obviously you can break that but <laughs> six years later all the comics love dudes and um which is nice but it doesn't mean jack shit cuz no one the no ones oh, what is that it has 460k views no bad um is really silly there's one sketch which is just about both me and kan bang into a suitcase and then we argue about the suitcase and when you open the suitcase i am also in the suitcase yeah it's not no wonder no one liked it Priya Desai asks, "Hey Kenny, my question is that when people, generally actors, say that they see others doing better work than them, it motivates them. But then I don't understand how jealousy doesn't play a part. I experience jealousy very often and never seem to find a solution to it. What are your thoughts on jealousy and its impact on an individual, positively or negatively? You know, I used to get jealous before, but I think as as I grow older, since I'm 29 now, that's reduced because you realize." your life is so complicated and different from everyone that when you're jealous you're usually jealous about one aspect of someone's life but when you see the en- the entire aspect of their life you stop being jealous because you realize that no one's perfect um i mean it's okay to be jealous about money you know I always could have some more money but um i always feel jealous when i didn't see results for how much ha- how for how hard i worked but then someone else got better results for working less hard but then if you if you get to know them more you realize that they're working pretty hard and um anyone you're jealous of is because you don't know enough about them and when you when you get to know them you realize that it's a proportionate amount of work that they put in to get that result and some people are lucky but you can only be lucky for so long you know sustaining it also requires work so i think over time you kind of get over it um also yeah like if you have time to get jealous that means you're not doing enough i'm going to sneeze <coughs> excuse me when i'm like just doing jack shit and just chilling in my home all day and not doing stuff that's when i get jealous cuz i have the privilege of thinking shit but when i'm so busy and i'm just so focused on what i'm doing and there's so much work there's so much work that i don't have the the time to snoop about someone else and see how well they're doing and also the thing is um should i have this thought uh, before i forget ah uh, what is it what is it what is it uh, something to do with someone else is someone else is working oh, man lost my train of thought god damn it this is a really cool point about jealousy and working 
anyway if i remember it <laughs> isn't that isn't that pissing off now you guys also like what the hell was it now we'll never know i should have finished that first point i should have just cut it off and gone on the second point thank you ria hope that helps just keep yourself busy and get to know the person you're jealous of and you'll realize how what other part of their life is shit and how you, your life is better in that regards that's a good hack though if i'm jealous of someone i'll just be like wait do they have um a good relationship with their partner nope <laughs> it's a terrible thing it's a terrible way but i think it's just like try to look at the it's like a reverse looking at the bright side if you think someone's perfect just try to find the shit part of their life and just be like console yourself <laughs> yeah i'm just being honest manya sharma says um You know how people say never meet your hero. I think it's fair because we as fans expect them to be the same and we see them virtually but it's not possible. It's only one aspect of their life and they have every right to maintain that personal space. But if you meet them in a different situation or somehow they're different then it leads to a great disappointment and a major setback as you admire them the most. Therefore I think it's best if you only meet them virtually. What's your opinion on this? Uh thanks for reading. Oh thank you Vanya. Oh I completely agree. I think The whole concept of your hero is based on idealism, right? So it's not real anywhere. So um it happens to my friends like there are certain sides of me that contradict how I am and they are like oh I don't know like I don't drink a lot I don't drink much but when I do I like to get drunk and that surprises my friends They're like oh thought you're this disciplined guy and i'm like <laughs> no one's that binary so i think it's a very natural thing to the concept of a hero is messed up because you shouldn't have heroes because you're the whole the whole point of making someone a hero is to ignore certain aspects of them um yeah i think just learning from having a teacher is better than having a hero so Yeah so if the definition of hero is an idealistic view of a person and ignoring their flaws then what you're saying is the definition of it is when you see their flaws you realize like oh they're not a hero i was ignoring the flaws so of all the heroes i've met um i think uh, i've met will smith i met chris pratt uh chris pratt's a big hero Bilbo met personally. So these, luckily, when I met these guys, I never it no, nothing about them ruined my image of them, which I'm very grateful for. But anything could have easily they could have said something that I could have misinterpreted, and I would have been like, "No, these guys are not as nice as they seem to be." But uh, I'm not so nice, and a lot of the people i look up to are not nice and that's okay because people does don't have to be nice all the time and no one's perfect oh man there's a beautiful breeze a beautiful breeze going through oh uh, before i forget indian matchmaking uh on netflix is such a great show and man man what a great show and a lot of people got pissed that it was showing how things are in india in a bad way when it's just showing how things in india are and also the thing the great thing about indian matchmaking is it shows the power of editing um so most documentaries you see 
totally lies in the hands of the editor. What a great topic it is to find out what people want in other people when you can clearly see their own flaws. Um, and it's refreshing to see people who are aware of their flaws. And the other extreme is people who are so nice, but they overthink who they are and their problems. What a great, great fun show. And I binge, I was depressed when that show ended. Um, I mean, not clinically, just sad. Man, it, <laughs> please watch it. It's so good. And um, I have also been playing Ghost of Tushima, which is a PS4 game. Uh, having a blast playing and it's based in 13th century feudal japan this is beautiful um so i've been also working out every day trying to stay fit and stay positive the reason i'm saying all of this is because please guys just distract the shit out of yourself and don't go into a rabbit hole because too many of my friends uh too many of my close friends are like going through a lot and it's understandable. I think we should constantly remind ourselves how lucky we are that everyone is safe and okay so far and we have enough savings, hopefully, or have some income coming in to survive. Uh, we don't have to be supremely comfortable, but thank God for Netflix and Amazon and YouTube and Hotstar for, for content so that we can... In no other scenario would I... Would I encourage being distracted? But please distract yourself. I've also been reading some books. Uh, I'll give some recommendations since um, last time you guys wanted. I finished Game Changers by David Asprey, I think. And um, I'm reading a book on the introduction to Zen Buddhism. I'll put it up uh, which author it is. And uh, what's another book I finished? Outliers, I told you. And Stephen Hawking's big uh, brief answers to big questions. I think it's his last book. Uh, finish that. It's a good book. You should check it out. Uh, most of it went over my head. So yeah, I've just been reading books and watching stuff and trying to work out at least 20-30 minutes a day. Um, just do something, guys, and get through this period. Just the discussion. Now, people have accepted that it's not a month thing anymore. It's a year thing. And um, I would love to know what you guys feel about when this is going to end and how things are going to change. I honestly believe that we're never going to be the same again. Um, not in a good or bad way, it's just that's how things are. And uh, yeah, by the way, a lot of people have started podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> so I've started this before the pandemic started. And this this show has kind of captured a comedian's slow descent into madness during a global pandemic so thank you so much for listening uh, so far and i hope you guys are good and healthy and hug your parents uh, the biggest fear i have is my parents getting old and i think that's a fear that we all share so it is quite scary to go through it but um, it reminds you of most problems are stupid and just be glad that life's good I hope that wasn't too serious. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening. That was Simple Can. Uh, you can hear it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, anywhere. And uh, please ask your questions on Instagram or YouTube. I see both. Follow the Instagram page. Uh, I will put some updates 
on it exclusively uh, you guys have been a sweet sweet audience until next time when is it going to be next year who knows who knows guys tata bye bye